Welcome to Hannah's Heart. So Hannah, she's just one of the women who did struggle with infertility in the Bible. No matter who we are, we can be inspired by the fact that Hannah took her pain to God and God heard her and was with her. So when she was praying at the temple, she had been weeping and not eating and her lips were moving, but her eyes were closed and the priest was like, why are you drunk at the temple? Because <laughs> yeah. it can become an obsession when you want Wanting a child so deeply. And desiring that baby and to be a mama. Every holiday, every Mother's Day. This is not a show that's going to promise you a certain outcome. But this is a show that says, however God answers your cry, we know that He's enough. Hey, I'm Ann. And I'm Kendra. And you're listening to Hannah's Heart on American Family Radio. I was going to let you know that you can find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Hannah's Heart and email us at hannahsheart at afa.net. That's right. And today we have a really interesting topic. We are talking about infertility and how it specifically affects blended families. So some of you might not be familiar with that term. Um, So blended families is basically when someone marries someone who has children from a previous relationship or they bring children from a previous relationship into that marriage or both. And today we have a special guest in studio with us. And She not only comes from a blended family, but she also is right in the middle of dealing with infertility and honoring God through all of that. Yeah, and what that means for her. So that's right. She works here with us at AFA, and she loves the Lord with all of her heart, and you can tell that just by a common conversation with her. Um, But I just wanted to introduce her real quick. She is the one that introduced me and you, Kendra, here at work. And um, she is so bubbly, and her love for the Lord just spills over. Like I already said in our conversations, and one of my favorite things about you, Jade, is when anytime I ask her how she's doing, or, and I've heard her answer other people this way too, you say, "Hey, how are you today?" And she says, "Blessed." And, <laughs> and you're like, "Well, it's you not know, fake." She, she's choosing to, right. to acknowledge that. It, it yeah. literally makes me think sometimes, like, "Do I realize that I am blessed yes. today, even a, on a hard day? Amen. I'm, I'm blessed." So, anyway, it's good to know you, girl, and I'm glad yeah. that you're here today. Thank y'all for having me. It's, it's a joy. I've been looking forward to this. So I'm I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Well, this topic is so specific and yeah. you have shared with us off air a lot about your journey and yeah. some of the things I the hope The struggle is real. Yes. <laughs> I think a lot of our listeners might be able to relate to some of the issues that you're going through. So we just yeah. want to jump in and hear your story. So first, mm-hmm. tell us about your honey. My bootie. Before you can talk about <laughs> infertility issues, yeah. you got to first, you know, have have some a little bit of how we met. Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Because in order to do the do to have a kid, you got to have a man. Amen. <laughs> um, for anybody out there that's a little confused, it takes a man and a woman. One man, one woman. True. But we met actually through, he was listening, he's an AFR listener. He got saved many years ago, way before I was even working here at American Family Radio, listening to AFR. So it's, it's, it's such a that's God so thing. I know, right? I know. And then I ended up working here and I, at the time, we had a sister network called Urban Family Talk, and he heard my show. I had a, I had a, a, a music show called Jesus Jams, and he heard me. And make a long story short, we we met through social media. Sometimes I get nervous saying that because some people are like, "Oh, <laughs> you met my mom," especially. Oh, you met online. Look, you d- don't put God don't in judge. a box. Don't judge. Don't put right. him in a box. And I will say because. I was open to whatever nationality. He is black like me. And, and I say that because I actually thought I was going to end up with a white man. But 
<laughs> because I'm conservative. You know what I mean? And then I got on his Facebook page when he sent me a friend request. And I thought, okay, he's conservative too. And I saw that he had a child. And I old me, I used to always say I would never be with somebody with a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know the saying, they say, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. He was doing that with me because God knew I needed Lamar Hollyfield. We needed mm-hmm. each other. In the essence of all I need is God is God in my life. But I needed him to make me more like Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's what bl- being blended is doing. I can say this easily. But in the like at my home, there's there's hurt, there's pain, there's struggle, but there's sanctification. Y'all yeah. hear me? Like hear moving you. from glory to glory in Christ Jesus is happening, even if I don't feel like it. It is because we both love God, and so yeah, we had a short courtship, three months. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> that was fast. We honor God, okay, y'all. When we you know, God. you know. Huh? When you know, you know. What? Don't 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 linger it. We wanted to honor the Lord, and because He had been awakened mm. from years past, and if you read Song of Solomon. You know what I mean by that? <laughs> Not awaken, you know, love, love until it's you know what I'm trying to say, y'all. My face well, is getting red, Jay. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, it's about infertility. There's a re- you know, you got to do it. You got to do something. I appreciate that you acknowledge, though, like, let's get married because we want to honor God. We both did. Yeah. yeah that's that's a real did. thing. That's yeah. very real. We knew it was the Lord. I have been, and again, like, he had been single for many years. I have been single. And I was at a place where I was like, Lord, if I got to be single till I'm 40 or 50, because I knew the role of the husband. And then I met my boo. And I'm I'm thankful. I and love that you were child. open to consider him with a child because for me yeah. that would have been such a scary thing to even consider. Yeah. So like let's it was scary. let's just jump in. Okay. What have been some of the hardest things for initially when you got into marriage about being a part of a blended family? Such a great question. Such a great question. Because I will say the reason in the back in the day when I said I would never ever date or marry somebody with a child because I didn't want to have to do it no baby mama drama. That yeah. was the reason. Mm. Some of the struggles in the beginning, we did have a little bit of baby mama drama, sadly. But honestly, sometimes feeling like an outsider. Now, mm. you may hear that and be like, what? Your husband doesn't include you? No, he does. Keep in mind, he and, and his daughter, who, my stepdaughter, they have a bond that they had way before me. Right, right. So there's a natural ease. Then here I come in the picture. I have a different personality from her mother. She <laughs> and our nine day. And also keep in mind, like he and his daughter, that's, that's easy. They know each other. There's right. a bond. Me and him, not only were we newlyweds, I'm also learning how to be a wife and a stepmom all at once it Ooh, was a lot thank you girl. that's a, that's that's a whole said. lot <laughs> I didn't think that at the time but that's what I said and sadly we didn't have the best premarital now we are getting really really good mar- marriage counseling that has helped us tremendously mm-hmm. there are struggles and this is why I say this I want to emphasize this when two people are married and Christ is at the center I promise you you're gonna make it you will make it if you love Christ enough Christ said if you love me you'll obey my commands right. divorce is just not an option now I'm not gonna lie to you we've had our struggles mm-hmm. where we wanted to be like man this is so hard. Bump this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the easy route. And I'm so grateful for the Holy Ghost who always, he clings us back together. I love my man. So having a stepchild in the house, yeah. did you feel like that was a constant reminder of a pr- his previous relationship? Did- Girl, you got some good questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, originally, yes. And I'll even say this. And I, I, I love transparency because... You know, in order to repent, in First John where it says rep- to repent of your sins, you got to first acknowledge that sin. Mm. I was jealous of her. And I know some people may be listening to that like, you're a grown woman, listen, keep it 100. I'm, I, I've met other stepmoms. Not that I wanted to be her. I was jealous of 
keep in mind, I was we were newlyweds, and she took up time that I wanted with my man. Right. Compared right. to when it's just a husband and wife period with no children in the beginning, you have that time to bond. There was no honeymoon phase for us at all because we have her every single week. Because you jumped into parenthood. Yeah, girl. Parenthood, yeah. yes. And I'd never been a parent before. Right. I, 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 thank God I grew up with godly parents. But also, this is a child who's been parented by two different people. Her yeah. mom and I are different. It's almost like, where do you fit in in that aspect? Exactly. Like, what's my role here? And, well, you know, as a godly woman, you're wanting to fill a godly role. Come but on. at the same time, like... What does that look like? What does that look like? And it's a it's a constant leaning on the Holy Spirit. It's a constant repenting to God when I sin against her or my husband mm-hmm. in front of them as well. It's constantly having family discussions. I call them Jesus meetings. Uh-huh. We have them periodically because they're needed. <laughs> um, and I always tell her, because I, I have scriptures in our home, one verse I point at a lot. I said, read that verse over there. It says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's going to be hard. Guys, you don't grow when it's easy. The Lord has brought about infertility in our life. I don't like it, but mm-hmm. it has shown me how I need Christ more, that I wasn't as nice as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't oh, yeah. as sweet as yeah. I thought I was. I wasn't as forgiving as I thought I was. And I'm grateful for that because it shows me I have not arrived and how much more I need Christ. Well, let's talk about how that infertility journey got started. When did you find out that you were struggling and how did you initially respond? So in our situation, and because I want to say this, wives, when you're speaking of something pertaining to your husband, make sure you get a permission because we are to protect our spouses. Mm -hmm. And my husband is totally fine with me sharing this. I didn't know he had an infertility problem until after we said I do. Now, originally, I'm not going to, I know Ian's face was like, <laughs> girl, my flesh, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> originally, I was like, he deceived me, you know. But I now, thank God, just through growth and the help of the Holy Spirit, um, that was tough for him because yeah. he had a child when he, he was in his early 20s. He's six years older than me. And now he's in his late 30s and not able to conceive. And so ours is a male factor. And so it did cause me to question God. I also, I had an entitlement and I didn't even realize that. And I said to God, how dare I, by the way, say this, but this is what I said to the Lord originally. God, how dare you? I saved myself till marriage. I waited till I was said I do honeymoon night before I did it. (laughs) You know, I've been aiming to honor you. I repent when I sin. How dare you not give me a child? And God and his great grace and mercy because he could have struck me dead you know there's a wrath of god and he should have and i'm grateful for christ that he did not but instead what he did he showed me how to forgive because he should have told me that my husband (laughs) but also this is not lamar's infertility it is ours i learned that from you and you gave me a a show one day and and it's true like it is our infertility because we are one flesh yeah so but girl, that's hard. I mean, I think Kendra and I have already mentioned our questioning the Lord. You know, I know sure. it might have looked different and there were, you know, different reasons to be angry in all of our situations and upset. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's just also being real with the Lord. And I think, I think he gives us a little bit of time to question him. You know, yeah. I'm not saying that we need to carry those questions daily and that needs to be part of our daily struggle. But bring those requests to yeah. the Lord. Tell tell the Lord what's going on. He knows it yeah, anyway, but I think good. that requires a little bit more of us selflessly admitting that to our Savior, you yeah. know. Yeah. So with, with dealing with a blended family issues, did you feel like the idea of you and your hubby having a child together would in any way fix some of the problems that your family unit was, was having? Man, 
like an idiot? I did. Not anymore. I used to. And I say like an idiot because people never ever think a child is going to fix something. They are sinners just like you and your husband, you and your mm-hmm. spouse. You know yeah. what I mean? So never ever. But at one time I did. I thought, okay, if we just had a child, uh-huh. I would also feel more fitted in this family because right. it would be my baby. You know, so dumb. Thank God for the Holy Ghost and for, for mercy and his grace. But yeah, at one time I, I did think that. I no longer think that. This is the family. God has given me. I do struggle though because I don't always have that family feeling. I grew up, my parents just celebrated 39 years of marriage. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I, I, when my mind tends to go to, I want that feeling I had when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is constantly telling me, Jay, that's not the. Th- that's not the aim. The aim is to honor me with what I have given you. This mm-hmm. is your family. Mm-hmm. It's not going to. And plus, I'm not Sandra and Stanley. Those are my parents. <laughs> I'm Jade and Lamar. You know what I right, mean? Like, right. Kalea, my stepchild, she's not my, my sibling. She, that's my stepchild. It's going to be different. And yeah. so it's me learning right now. I'm learning how to accept what I have. And it's not always easy. How has God helped you to see her as a, what is your role in her life? Great question. <laughs> Everybody has different views on the role of a step parent, and I respect all's views. I do not see her as my child. There's nothing wrong with that because this is the thing. Trust me, if you ask her who does she love more, she will say her mother. One day I asked her, I said, if, if me or your mom was hanging on a cliff, who would you say? And she looked at me, and, you know, and I told her, I said, baby girl, it's okay, honey. I get it. Her right. mama. <laughs> right. So that's why I want people that don't. Get out of this thinking that step parents are to see their stepchild as their own. That is not, if anything, I am Especially more, if the parent is alive. still alive and yeah. in this situation. Oh, people, right. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. If anything, um, I do see myself as as an adult, as a, uh, I'm a parent figure. I have a mother role. I'm more of an example, more of an aunt, something like that. That's kind of how I see myself. More of a mentorship. That's better. But you're always ready to pour into yes, her and absolutely. love her. And, right. and I was about to say, and you love her yes, and all of that. I make it's... myself available. I'm very, as you can tell, I, I, I'm a communicator. I'm always saying, hey, baby girl, I'm here if you ever need to talk. Now, has she done that? Every now and then. But you're being realistic <laughs> but, about your expectations. Yes, that she doesn't yeah. have to view you as a mom in right. order for you to have a relationship with her and to have a role in her life. Right. Now, you had used a term off air that was Uh-oh. really interesting. What I say? You said that you feel right now that you are a childless stepmom yes and that term seems like oh are you a mom or aren't you like can you break that down for us what does what does that mean so i'm i'm a stepmom who happens to not have a child of her own Mm. childless stepmom um and i hmm in some regards you have a child in your life yes in some regards it's not the way you picture it's not the way i pictured and it's also not quite the role like she doesn't want another mom Mm mm-hmm and right. that's okay. Well, now, it almost, like, I feel like if you haven't struggled with infertility, it can feel like a cruel, fe- mm, you know, phrase. Yes, yes. But, like, I, when you say that, I get what you're saying. And I don't Thank even you. know if I can really fully put it in words because, like, yes, you are a stepmom. That is your title. Yes. But you yourself are childless. Yes. And so I do, I, I feel like I can feel that in my heart for yeah. you. Because me as a foster mom, people tell me all the time, and I've announced on here that I am expecting now, but people have told me over the years, like, you you are a mama. You are a mama to my little girl and to other little girls and to these foster babies. They made you a mama. Mm. And that's and sweet, I, ain't it? It is so sweet. <laughs> it is so and sweet. And they're trying, but it's not right. the same. Right, but I feel like that's, I know it's a fostering and you're step 
but it, I feel like it's almost the same thing because, like, I, in my heart, I'd be like, I'm not. But I, these kids yeah. can leave me any day. If the state says they leave, they leave, yeah. you know. And when she's ready to go back to her mama's Girl. house, she goes back to her mama's house. And she house. didn't hug me like I'm her mama. Right. You know what right. I mean? The like, role that you desire is to really thoroughly pour into one person's life. The way my mama was life. with me, mm-hmm. yes. And I, at one time, I wanted that. In the beginning of our marriage, and I see where me and my husband messed up. I literally said, no, that's my child. That's da-da-da. Uh-huh. And it messed. Ooh, she and I, friction. Because in the midst of me thinking that's my child, what do I do? I parent her like she's mine. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't parent like her. Her mother doesn't parent. Like, you see what I'm saying? So the kid was struggling with me, even though my aim was, I know what the word of God says. Scripture says that parents who do not discipline your children, you are sending them to, to hell. That's in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. You love your child enough to discipline. And so I was aiming to do that. Like, And I even told her one day, I said, baby girl, if I didn't love you, I wouldn't do I wouldn't bring present these boundaries. And so I had that mindset, but the Lord has helped me. And I, I say the Lord because, again, we are all entitled to our opinions because I've met some stepmoms. No, they are my children. More power to you. Maybe that's the type of child you have. Right. Well, it also, I feel like, depends on what timing. The timing know. of the life. She's a teenager. Our, mine's a teenager. Right. So, yeah. Right. So it is different. She's been literally raised already yeah. a certain way. Yeah. And so for you to come in and bump that, Re-parent. you know. <laughs> Re-teach. Yeah. Re-teach. She's like, who, who you who, who you talking to, Jerry? Right. Right. Well, let's jump into some more deep stuff here. What was your initial reaction when you found out that the medical problems were on your husband's side Mm. and what went through your head? Yes. Um, God, why did you let him be able to have a child with someone else? Mm. Mm -hmm. And even I I still Mm. struggle with that. But, but I can't. I even dealt with jealousy. I dealt with, like, this is why I say, you know, when we, this walk with Christ, it is not perfection. I tell my my bonus kiddo, I tell her often, I said, I didn't come to Christ because I was perfect. Mm. I came to Christ because I needed a savior. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I didn't, I never, my like, I don't want to be my husband's ex. I don't want to be her. But I was jealous of what she was able to do with my husband. Mm -hmm. Look, territorial right Mm -hmm. there, right? My husband, because they were never married. So initially, it was very hurtful, mm. very painful. Now, it still hurts. I mean, I'm crying right now. But the Lord is helping me. It's a process. And I always say, and one day, you said to me, you you actually, like, when you presented the idea of Hannah's heart, I, I had never, I, I suppressed my feelings for so long. I always was just like, okay, it's cool, you know, like, yeah. I'm going to still look cute for work and da da da, like, everything's <laughs> fine, even though I was hurting on the inside. And I was fake, even in my prayers, you know, and, and when you presented, told me your struggles, I was like, man, I, I'm hurting too. <laughs> yeah. And so, the, but the goal is this, and this is what the Lord has shown me, the goal is not children's, Jade, the goal is loving me more than anybody. Mm, and I'll I, preach. <laughs> and I'm still not there, but that is the goal. You know, like I, I, I deal with jealousy. Like I go to a very fertile church. Every time I turn around, women are <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> you know, there are days when I'm able to congratulate them and be sincere. And then there are times when I know I'm not sincere. I'm not going to lie to you and I, say congratulations. Mm-hmm. I had to learn the same thing. Yeah. I'm not going to yep. lie to you. Yep. So what happens in our hearts? You, you said that our goal should be Christ and right. to look like that. What happens when children become the goal? Oh, it's idolatry. There was a book I read. 
Y'all, so many idols. It's called Gospel Treason. Let me get the right title. By Brad Bignett. Gospel Treason. The subtitle is Betraying the Gospel with Hidden Idols by Brad Bigney. Mm. And he says something in that book. Me and my husband were reading it <laughs> um, for marriage counseling. And this is what he said. An idol is anything or anyone that begins to capture, get, get this, y'all, our minds and affections more than God. Oh, man. Mm. An idol is anything or anyone that begins to capture our our minds and affections more than God. Keep in mind, I have begun to believe, like, Mother's Day is still hard. I don't like it. Thank God I still have my mama, so I, I worship, I worship right. her. Not worship her. <laughs> Idolatry, right? There. You celebrate her. <laughs> I celebrate her. Yeah. But I, I, um, I, I have, I, the Lord revealed to me, Jay, you're, you're idolizing children. Mm. I felt like I'm a wife. I'm a Christian wife at that. I'm supposed to have a child. That does not make you more, a, more of a woman of God, having a child. Now, I, I'm able to say this. this. I'm speaking truth, but it's yet to be full revelation. This is where the mm, Lord is still there's walking There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. I can speak the truth all day, but it may But if you fully feel it and believe it in your heart. Right. Yeah. But I'm better this year than I was last year. Oh, yeah. I can say I've that. seen so much growth in you just since I've started working here at AFA, for <sighs> to sure. To God be the glory. I mean, like. Completely, because I, I remember the first time you talking about one of those conversations about Hannah's heart. I remember us, like, almost revealing to each other, like, oh, you struck. Wait, hold yeah. on, dude. You don't have you kids do too? because, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was almost like I didn't know how to bring it up. She didn't know how to bring it up. But like, you don't have kids. Y'all been married for how long? You yeah. know, like yeah. you kind of start putting it together. But yeah, I was amazed that no one knew that about you when yeah. you seem to be such a vulnerable person mm. and you're so bubbly and so energetic. And yeah, I would think like, how is she living like this? Because <laughs> I wasn't like I was like doom and gloom, you know, and that's not how I'm supposed to be either. But I just remember thinking like, how does she keep this all in side all the time? And mm-hmm. so, I I mean, just watching you and being, you're literally sharing this. I don't know how many listeners we're going to have on this episode, you know, but um, the the way that your heart's able to open up and share this, I, I just, it's Jesus, you know. It is Jesus because I want people to set themselves free from the lies of the enemy. Yeah. Like the lies of the enemy is if I only had this picture perfect marriage or if I could only have mm-hmm. this amount of children. Now, there's nothing wrong wanting these things. Right. But the end goal, and it's because the end goal is I love God so much that I am, I whatever he gives me, that's the end goal. And, and I do believe, though, we will always fight for that, to get to that place yeah. in, our, in this lifetime, I think. Yeah. Because we live in a fallen world. I'm getting quiet over here. It's because you step on my toes. <laughs> my toes are hurting. My toes, my toes are hurting. Step on too. Trust I, me. I think what you shared about idolatry is so prevalent for this issue mm-hmm. to make kids an idol. I think a mm-hmm. lot of the people listening can relate yeah. to wanting that more than wanting to be close to the yeah, Lord. Yeah. Now, you had a, a scripture passage that you shared with us Girl. off air yes. that has ministered to you on this topic specifically. Would yeah. you Would you mind sharing that with us? Yes. Um, more so, it's the story of Leah and Rachel. I feel like I I can relate to both. There was Rachel whom Jacob loved, y'all. So I'm Rachel in this sense. I know my man loved me. Right. He married uh-huh. me. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So if you're if maybe you're a stepmom and you're like you're comparing yourself to your husband, uh-uh, he married you. Even if you are the second wife, I'm the wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the you know, wife. but even if you are the second wife, you need to say, I'm the wife, right? But um the verse, Genesis chapter 30, verse 1. Rachel, she saw that she bore no children and she envied her sister, meaning Leah. So keep in mind. So Rachel and Leah are sisters. Jacob married both of them. Jacob wanted Rachel. And sadly, Rachel and Leah's daddy lied to the man. and He ended up working more years. <laughs> but 
but the uh, but in the midst of all that, he took them both. Leah kept having babies, but Jacob didn't love Leah. She had children. She was able to have children. My husband has he has he cares about his ex because they had a child together, but right. he's not in love with them. He loves me. But the point of the story that that resonates with me is more of the fact that Rachel thought having a child would would would. I guess she thought it would be the icing on the cake. Be her identity. Yes. Yeah. Give her status. Yes. Yes. Leah's able to have it. Let me give him my servant. You know what I mean? And Leah eventually, because she couldn't bear any more children. She had six sons and one daughter. Uh-huh. She gave a, 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 a one of her, what do you call them, slave servants mm-hmm. to Jacob. Jacob was just a 304, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> but my whole point, <laughs> my whole point, um, yeah, the, the, the she, she thought it was going to give her status, and that's where I have thought that myself. And I'm getting to a place of realizing, no, Jade, you're a child of God. That makes you have status. That, that makes, alone. That's right. And that, that alone. That frees you to love your husband and not feel like your love to him is connected on his ability to give children, right, too, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I will say, I had to grow in, at the in the beginning, I was so focused on Jade, I wasn't focused on my husband. Because mm-hmm. I know he desired, like, he. one thing reason why he told me he married me, because he knew I would be a good mother. Mm-hmm. Not only to our future children, he said even to an example that his daughter never had, and she needed that. And I, that ha- that helped me. And I like, Lord, forgive me for not loving on my husband. Kind of like what Hannah Hannah's husband said to, to her. I felt Lamar kind of said this to me once. Like, am I not more to you than 10 sons? Mm. And the story of the, Hannah and 1 Samuel. And I had to repent before that because we are to love. Keep this in mind. Whether you have a child biologically or adoption, we are to love our spouse more than our children. That's mm. right. You don't That's hear right. that often. Well, Jade, would you mind closing us out today I by praying that. over this situation yeah. and these listeners mm-hmm. for yeah, yeah. Man, Father God, I just thank you so much for this show. I thank you for Hannah's heart, Lord, for placing this on Anne's heart. And then you brought in Kendra and Sherry Black, the producer. Lord, I just thank you for what you're doing here. And I thank you for every person that's listening right now. Father, for any woman, for any marriage that's struggling with infertility, whether they are already helping raise someone else's child or doing adoption or foster care, Lord, I ask that you would help them, Lord, help them to cry out to you the state that they are in so that that you could help them move to another glory in Christ. You you said in your word, we move from glory to glory in Christ Jesus. Help them to see, Lord, that they are worth something because they are a child of the Most High God. Lord, we thank you. We praise you for what you're doing. I thank you that the Holy Spirit lives within them. Help them to get into your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Hannah's Heart on American Family Radio.